It's still dangerous for Dublin pedestrians. Oh, shit. <laughs> before we get in, Finchie's in the studio to talk about this weekend's FA Cup. But before we get in to discuss them in detail, uh, that could only mean one thing. The sound of the man's, man slips on ice. It's We need to discuss our charity bet. Mm. So last weekend... It's, it's not, I'm not taking responsibility for this big. We take enough responsibility for a lot of predictions we get badly wrong here. But this was actually put to the listeners of this podcast, to the readers of Balls Daddy. They were given a choice and they decided that we should place our 10 euro charity bet on Corafin to beat Kilku at 2-7. to seven. After I spoke the entire way through the podcast about how I had a feeling Kilku could do something. And sure enough, they scuppered it. If you've, this is your first time listening, what we've done is that we've got a charity bet every week. The Labricks have given us 10 euro. Yeah. We're going to put a bet on between on a, a team or an individual or whatever it is, a sporting event at the a weekend yeah. that is between odds of 1 to 2 and 1 to 5, say. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you know, what you'd say is a safe prediction. And try and build that up to a thousand euro. Yes. We fell at the very first hurdle. We did. started off with a tenner and we lost the tenner. Curriffin drew the game. They won an extra time, but that of course doesn't count. I will say that if not for some rather uh, interesting interpretations of the rules from referee Connor Lane, then uh, that bet would have been good and we would have been on. But we would have been lucky to get away with it, let's face it, right? So a terrible start. However, I will say one thing. We're going to need to string together... 10 or 11 of these to get to our 1,000 euro, okay? You're better falling at the first hurdle than at the ninth or 10th, right? So we've made our mistake, me, you, and the listeners together. We're in this together, folks. We've made our mistake, and we won't make another one. We've got two more options for you this week, and we're going to start again, and we're going to get to that 1,000 quid, and we're going to give that money to charity. Exactly. So Labrooks have kindly given us another tenner. And this week we're looking at... <laughs> they have, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> they don't the, know how many the tenors sh- they're going to go through. They here, shook they? their heads at us and went, right, yeah, go on. Um, so this week, uh, this week you're going to be tasked with choosing between Shrewsbury against Liverpool. Liverpool to win at 2-5. to five. It's probably going to be the Liverpool second team. But look, they beat Everton, so they could definitely, they're definitely capable of beating Shrewsbury. Yeah, exactly. Then, That's it. There's, a, there's an argument here that like this is Liverpool's third team or whatever. It's not going to be. There's no reason for it to be Liverpool's third team. What happened against Aston Villa was... The entire squad were in a different yeah. continent. Not going to happen again. A lot of players needing game time here. Matip, I think I think Fabinho might be back. I'm not sure about that. Uh, like, you've got Origi, Minamino. Like, this is going to be a decent, decent team that they're going to put out. And they're definitely going to beat Shrewsbury, who, by the way, Mark, haven't won a game in the league in six. I've done my research. There you go. And then the other option is Kildare to beat one Fermanagh. Minutes. They're at home against Fermanagh in Division 2 of the Allianz League this weekend. They're 1-4. to four. You so, li- tell, tell people why you like this, though, because I, that jumped out at me as crazy odds for Kildare versus Fermanagh, but you think Fermanagh are on a downward spiral. I do think I would like it to be better odds, yeah. um, as in 1-4, to four, but for this, I was looking at the games at the weekend where I was like, who's in that sort of nailed on they're going to win, but it's not... Like if you look at some of the hurling, it's one to thirty-three, one to fifty. So football, you can get um, a better price. And I just think Jack O'Connor at Kildare, yeah. they're going to be have a bit rejuvenated. You've got Ray McMenamin, um with Fermanagh now. Gallagher's gone. I just, I don't. I think that defensive system that they have may have a shelf life, and that they could. This could be the year that they that they struggle with it. Now I could be completely wrong. They've lost a couple of players. A couple as of people. Well, you know, Sean everybody's been predicting for Mana. Yeah, everybody's been predicting yeah. for Mana to get relegated for a few years in Division Two, and they've kind of um, like they, they almost get yeah, got yeah. promoted to Division One. So like they could be completely wrong. But I just as it was hard to pick a different option this weekend. We yeah. really struggled. I to like the Liverpool something. one. I can't. I can't yeah. see a way in which Liverpool don't beat Shrewsbury in ninety minutes. Yeah, uh, to be honest, even away from home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The Kildare one's in here is your second option, but. 
if you're going to listen to us, go for option one. Never <laughs> to be true you'll find that poll. If you, if you don't listen to us, then you'll probably steer us right. You will find that, but it's up to you to decide. We can decide whatever we yeah. want, but it's up to you to decide. Uh, anyone listening can find that poll at the bottom of all our articles on site. You'll find it uh, over the next few days, so be sure to get on and vote. Uh, Finchie, yes, you're sir. in studio. I'm ready to talk football. Oh, I'm ready. Born you're ready. ready. I was born ready. So, we're gonna. I'm gonna play a football fact or fiction with you in a while. Okay. We're gonna read out statements. But first of all, I'm just gonna run through. There's 16 games in the FA Cup this weekend, yeah. and anyone who has seen our video, Stump Finchy, Stump Finchy, on uh, our social media channels, would know that you know everything there is to know about football. Indeed, any regular listener will already know that. That you have an an unbelievable knowledge of every footballer that has ever played the game and all the clubs have played with. Exactly for one. Correct. You only got nine out of ten. I got eight out, eight out of ten. I got nine out of ten. Technically, I just couldn't remember the name. Atem, Be- I can't even remember yeah, his name. That was Celtic player but from Israel. This was in Stump Finchie where we uh, Mick was describing players to Finchie and he had to get like just any player in the world and he had to guess <laughs> as quickly as he could who they were. So I'm going to play a different quick game with you here, right? Okay. I'm going to run through the 16 games that happened this weekend. Am I involved in this game? If yeah, you can. This is beat Finchie where you have to try and get in before him, right? Right. Uh, I'm going to run through each game. So for instance, Tranmere playing Watford. Um, that's happening on Thursday night. That's, that's the first game. That, that's, that's actually, that's actually a third a, round replay. Third round yeah. replay, yeah. The winner plays Manchester yeah. United. Um, so, for instance, in that, you have to name a player who played for both Tranmere and Watford. Okay. The Derby game that we usually play, like, you know, the Joe Hart Derby, if it's West Ham against Man City yeah. or whatever it is. So, I'm going to run through them, but I'm going to do it really quickly. So, you're going to have to be. F- Quick off the mark. I'm flying. If you can remember. and Watford. Jesus. No. Uh, no. no. We, uh, we're going to be waiting too long for some Jason Kumas never played for Watford, did he? Uh, Northampton against Derby. I don't know anyone oh, who's oh, ever played for Northampton. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, QPR no. against Sheffield Wednesday. Andy Sinton. I'm going to take your, take that as right because I can't remember Andy Sinton. <laughs> Andy <Sinton>. <laughs> <laughs> he was a winger. He played for Wolves as well. I'm pretty sure that's right. I, I couldn't tell you. I yeah. couldn't tell you. So, I Mick. Can, I can't verify. Can I verify? Andy Sinton. Dun, 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 dun. John Sinton. No. <laughs> it's not. That's <laughs> not the right for Slough guy. Town. Uh, there is no Andy Slough Sinton. Town? Uh, there's no Andy Sinton, Sinton Wikipedia page. Andy, hold on a second now, lads. Andy Sinton played for England. Uh, point he's like looking that up. Mandela effect where <laughs> you've just made up a player that played on the wing for QPR. He played for Spurs as well. He does have a, w- a Wikipedia page. You just don't know how to spell Sinton, I think. S-I-T-T-O-N? No, Sinton. Sinton. S-I-N-T-O-N. And he's Sinton. He played for uh, Queen's Park Rangers between 1989 and 1993, and he played for Sheffield Wednesday between 1993 and 1996 before he signed for Tottenham. Mix beat Vinci at the first hurdle. Brentford against Leicester. I can't think of... Ooh, ooh. There's bound to be someone... There's bound Not to be someone all right, Jeff, but it doesn't mean we know them. Burnley against Norwich. But they seem like... Oh, I, nearly, I yeah. don't know why I'm thinking like, like Wes Hulhan and Jeff Hendrick being the same person. They, um, they just, Robbie Brady! Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something. <laughs> the Robbie Brady derby. Burnley against Norwich. I don't know, you spoke of it at the same time there. Oh, yeah, he, he, won, he, he won, was he still won, trying won, to think won, of his name. Uh, Coventry, Coventry City against Birmingham City. Lee Carsley. Oh, good. Very yeah. good. Jeez, yeah, this is like, yeah. These are all Irish players. Uh, Millwall against Sheffield United. Um, oh, there must be someone. Um, trying to think of like their their teams now, and whether there's anybody that correlates. 
No. Who was the striker who played? Neil it's two down. We're on to the next one. Okay. Newcastle against Oxford United. Mark Lawrenson. No. Mark Lawrenson played for Preston. The only he two also played for Oxford United. Did he? Yeah. He never played for Newcastle. I know. <laughs> I he he was the assistant manager at Newcastle for a while. Yeah, you get so yeah. involved with them. Yeah. Portsmouth okay. against Barnsley. These are really off the wall. They're really hard. Portsmouth and Barnsley. Oh, God. Did Neil Redfern ever play for Portsmouth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reading against Cardiff. There has to be a Reading in Cardiff. Uh, oh, uh, Anthony Pilkington didn't play for I'm Reading, did he? Sidwell. Steve Sidwell. No, no. Um, no. Gilfie Sigurdsson played for Bleed Swansea, not Cardiff. Right. Uh, I, think, I think we're stuck on 2-1 here. Southampton, Tottenham. There's definitely Spurs Southampton, that, Tottenham. Victor Wanyama. There you go. 2-all. 2-all. Damn it, that was quick. West Ham, West Brom. Uh... I don't want to Robert Sawgrass. No, he never. No, he played for West Brom. West Brom. Ah, he might have. Um, <laughs> there's bound to be. There's, there has like, to be someone. A fella that scored like four goals for West Brom and ended up being yeah. the Mar- West Ham's marquee. You're thinking like, there's like Cole or someone just yeah. to stare. Bound to be scored. a Jay Rodriguez knocking around somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Too late though. We're on to the next oh, one. Hull no, against Chelsea. That's a bad one to us. Hull Chelsea. Yeah. Hull Chelsea. Oh, I doubt they've ever. Um, Oh, I have a fella in my head. Why can't I think of him? What? Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> this is not Mason. Going after it's locking you here. Do we have another game to go back to this game? This is oh, oh, there's players. I have them in my head. Fiaco Tamori. There we go. <laughs> we got it. In fairness, three, two, it was worth the wait. Yeah. What a comeback from Finch. Uh, three games left. Man City against Fulham. Man City and Fulham. Man City and Fulham half. Oh, uh, Patrick Roberts. Who? The fellow who played was on loan at Celtic. He's a Man City player. 4 2 to Finchie. Yeah. Shrewsbury against Liverpool. I don't know. Not, Joe not Hart never played for Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> Bournemouth against Arsenal. Jack Wilshire. Ah, yeah. 4-3 it finishes. Oh, no, I lost. Unlucky, because we don't know who's going to win between Tranmere and Watford <sighs> to play for. The Andy uh, Sinton shit was the best one, I think. Yeah, Andy Sinton was. But that oh, was only... That's, the, that's my forte, mid-90s. That was only the precursor to our real game. <laughs> oh, this no, is our this real is, game. This is the best preview right? of the FA Cup you're ever going to hear. <laughs> so I have picked out five games at random and a team from each game. I'm about to present to you a fact about that team. But, and there is a big but, some of these I've just completely made up. It's complete fiction. And you are going to have to task me... You're going to, you're going to task... We're going, uh, testing me out, trying to see if you can guess whether it's a fact or it's a complete lie. Are you ready, lads? Yes. Let's do it. Let's right, do what it. game will we look at? We look at this game first, the Taplin, the actual round three play, uh, replay that was postponed that's only been played towards tonight, Tranmere Rovers against Watford. In the 1890s, all of Tranmere Rovers players, except for one, left the club to join a new team. Now you're able to question me on this. You can, you know, I'll give you a minute or two to try let's, and figure let's, out. So 1890s. We're in this together. Yeah, we joint, are, a joint, a joint. You're in it together yeah. to a point. You did then. You then have to decide either. I think we should do a joint yeah. pick. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. A show yeah. pick. Yeah. You know, we're, Go on ahead. We are right. a team here. Yeah. yeah. Um, 1890s. So Tranmere is in the Wirral. We're as close to the Wirral. Liverpool. Liverpool. Everton. Everton are were no, created far, far, be, far before that. Liverpool are 18. Oh, sorry, you're saying I'm that thinking. they joined a new, a newly formed team, Mark, is it? Newly formed team. Yeah. Oh, I think this is true. 
like I wouldn't like when Liverpool's not eighteen seventy. You can ask me it? questions by the way, lads. Eighteen ninety, just compare to each other. Yeah, so eighteen ninety. But it could be another. It could be a team that doesn't like a, a like another kind of Lancashire team yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. There's, there's, or, there's loads of them. Is it a team that is still prominent, active? No. You can ask me. Do they you, can me who, you can ask me what the team is. Like, did, oh. there's, there's no, what team did they join? <laughs> they joined a team called Birkenhead FC. So that's the same area. Birkenhead is, is, is yeah. Liverpool. But they don't exist anymore or are not prominent anyway. They're not, they're not a league team. Uh, did they ever come back to Tranmere? Uh, was yes. This, was it a falling so, out like? Uh, it was, yeah, it was a falling out. And they came back when Birkenhead then went out of existence again. Or the Birkenhead were on the way down. I think a lot of the Tranmere lads then were like, eh, any chance of a start? Can we come back, lads? I think we need to pick this because we've got five of them. What do you think? Yeah, I. And what do you reckon? He seems to be. The, the only thing is, I'm trying to study Mark a little bit. It yeah. sounds very plausible. It sounds but like a weird. Same, at, at it sounds like time, a weird one to make up. But he was making things up off top of his head there. Exactly. Completely. Like, how would he know when lads in the 1890s, like yeah, whether a, they want to go false. back to Tranmere Rovers? I don't think it's. I don't think it's correct. I think it's fault. Lads, it's a fact. Oh, right, so Billy right. Davidson was the only player to stay and in come 1909 Birkenhead were on the way out they lost 8-3 to Tranmere Rovers and a lot of the players then went lads can we come back <laughs> they were all about 50 <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> and maybe it wasn't the same players but, uh, Birkenhead did finish ahead of Tranmere Rovers in the league after they formed it, it was basically all the players left and formed the team themselves but anyway we're going to move on we're going to move on to Portsmouth against Barnsley, which is happening on the 25th, which I think is Sunday at 3 o'clock. Or sorry, Saturday at 3 Saturday, o'clock. Yeah. Yep, Portsmouth against Barnsley. Uh, my fact here that I have is that Portsmouth had to withdraw from the league season in 1969 because somebody stole their floodlights. <laughs> Bratton I've, Park was very late to get floodlights. I don't think that they were stolen, though. I know, I know that that uh yeah i know that fratton park were it was one of like the latest stadiums that's a mad fact to even have going <laughs> yeah. into this i remember it was on like some some football management simulator that i had in the playstation as a child and they bring up facts and it was like fratton park had floodlights that's when i was young like and i mean young as in going to matches like and uh lansdowne road didn't have floodlights Ireland yeah. used to play games at three o'clock yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It's like so. I don't know if you'd be kicked out of a league for not having them in 1969, would you? No, I don't it wasn't the so. kicked out, but they just couldn't play. Yeah, they couldn't play games. Because all the games were like games. Tuesday nights yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that has been so going on a long no, time in England. No, they did get special dispensation and weren't relegated because of it, but they just stayed. I don't know what division did, they were in. Division who two, stole the lights? Uh, it was never found out. I mean, they're pretty, like, you can't really just go out and steal light. Like, people will see you. <laughs> One, because they're lights, and two, because they're you. Which was a talk of a night, and the lights were turned off. How are you going to Put them up them? in your back garden. Yeah, exactly. Like, you go, you go to the, like... Do you go to like the local park, and then there has that one pitch that has lights, and there's like, this hang is, on a minute. This is false. It's got to be false. Think it's false? Yeah, it's it is false. But the actual fact is that Fratton Park was the first ever game in English football to be played under floodlights. In so you had an arse. <laughs> hey, I still knew it was something to do with floodlights. Newcastle, mostly because of the question. Yeah, Newcastle beat Portsmouth 2 0. First ever game. Uh, next game, what did we go to? Uh, we would go, we'd play. Who have we got here? We've got Burnley against Norwich, 3 o'clock on Saturday. The Robbie Brady Derby. The Robbie Brady Derby. The Robbie Brady Derby. 
as we found out earlier on. Before the 1990 World Cup, Norwich went on a tour of the Eastern Bloc to play all the teams that were participating in the World Cup that summer <laughs> to get them prepared. We've had the first water spit of the show. <laughs> um, spit take, I think they call it, didn't they? Um, Finchie is Of course they dying. did. So they, yeah, they, they went to, they went to, a to play like Czechoslovakia and all. No, they went to play, who was playing? Czechoslovakia, Romania, the Soviet Union and Yugoslavia. So... A player from the Italian 90 World Cup would have been on that Norwich team. A certain Mr. Andrew Townsend. He was. He actually scored in the game against Romania. Right, this isn't true. Why would, why would he be going on a pre-season tour? Like, why, a pre- why, oh, sorry, sorry. Tour? It, was, it was like the pre-season the, the, in 1989 before. It wasn't like... They went in okay, May, yeah, 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 in yeah. May or whatever. Because oh, so, so when did so do you know when in nineteen eighty nine they went? I presume it was just before the start of the league. Like sure. How there. would you know what teams were qualified for the World Cup? Because I finished this. <laughs> oh, he's done it. Like surely, like surely. There you go. Logic it's, dictates. I I would say it's false, just purely on the pretense that you can't really. No, how do you know what teams are qualified for but, the World Cup? Like, because Ireland didn't qualify till November eighty nine. Exactly. Oh, but in August, played, you might yeah. have a shot, yeah. And they played, like, some of these lads might have, you know, not known that they were going to go through, but they just played them anyway. It was just they played these Eastern Bloc teams in a pre-season tour. But if but they played be- Romania... before the World Cup, like... As in, like, it was just, as in, it was the season, building up to the season where the World Cup becoming at the end of Who did Andy Townsend score against? Romania. It, and well, who he like, would score a penalty against, not, not 12 months, not... Nine months later. Yeah, exactly. By the way, did you see everybody in the in Sky Sports at the weekend when they were arguing about how long Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer was in a job and they eventually came to the conclusion that it was uh, December last year that he got the job and then everybody agreed that that was 16 months ago. Yeah, it's like, all right, so 16 months. <laughs> <laughs> Keen was trying to argue that he wasn't there for 18. He's there a year. He's there a year. <laughs> he's, he's there 13 months. Yeah. But they all agreed that it was somehow 16. I'm um, gonna have to push this for a decision on this. I, I think false. I, I I think we've cut out a couple of little I, I, mistakes. I, I, I think I think we got. Is that right? It is false. Although Tranmere Rovers did go on a tour of Yugoslavia in the 1990s, and nobody knows why. So there <laughs> well, you go. Were any of the lads from the uh, Birkenhead team on that tour? <laughs> they were uh, trying to get back still, knocking <laughs> at the door of Tranmere, a hundred years old. <laughs> on Sunday, Man City play Fulham, and the fact I've got here is that the reason Man City wear sky blue is because of a Dublin butcher called Teddy Redmond. So he brought over the Dublin colours, and Man City changed the colours to sky blue. What year was this, or what era? Nineteen twenty-one. So they originally wore black and white and were called, they were, they were called they Man City at that stage. They did originally wear black and white. Um, Ardwick was the name of the team and then they changed to Man City. Before that, they were still black and white. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, so I the don't fact know if is the that Dublin, if it's if, Dublin, I don't know if Sky Blue was synonymous with Dublin that early. I know that Dublin used to wear white shorts actually in the very similar gig, to very similar look to Man City until somebody uh, got the washing wrong and that's how they ended up having the navy. Um, and Man City did wear black and were called Adwick. Adwick. Yeah, you see, there's always going to be some fact to any made-up uh, thing. It could be just how are they wearing blue, and it could be because you know they like to look at the sky one day in Main Road or something. But I don't know. I have a feeling you might be right about this one because that's that's the way kits yeah. are kind of transferred. I I always wonder how the first kit was ever made because it always seems to be like oh, and 
Athletic <laughs> Bilbao were red and white yeah. because of Southampton. They gave us the kits yeah. and then so we like, kept them forever. And was who like, was the first lad to go, black and white stripes, fashionable? Yep. Yeah, go on, true. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm agreeing with Mick. It's false. Oh, oh no. no! They always wore sky blue. I think Finchie's so the They wore black. I swear to God, they wore they, black. They wore sky blue and white with black shorts and black socks. Ah, they wore black. They oh, always swear. in sky blue. There's look, Finchie, you're shouting out facts swear. here in this Don't facts swear. are fiction thing, and all your things are fiction. I'm not. I'm not swearing. I'm just making a point. All right. <laughs> final one. No, no, you said I swear. <laughs> <laughs> final, final fact or fiction game. What have you got now? You have two right and two wrongs. So this right. all comes down to this. West Ham are playing West Brom on Saturday. West Ham played West Brom. I don't have the year. Um, I'm going to say, sorry. West Ham played West Brom quite a while ago. And it featured the quickest time for a player to score five goals in the history of English football. Uh, who was the player? Brian Deere. Not Brian Dean, oh. unfortunately. Um uh, but you don't know when it was. Yeah, uh, did he play for West Ham or, or West Brom? Uh, West Ham. This is false. This is false. So <laughs> false. <laughs> so false. Because we would have, especially if he was West Brom, we would have heard of him. But I think you'd hear, I, West Ham, they love their history. I've never heard of Brian Deere. Now, I'm not saying he's not a real player. I just doubt he scored five goals in a game. Sure, so you probably, like, you know, they would have had a statue outside the bowling ground. They would have called the chicken run after him. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe this is true at all. Although he's had no, no true ones since the first one, now that I think about it. It's true. Oh, yeah, no, I, I don't just know how yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, part of it may be false, because I don't remember which team he was playing for. <laughs> so that was, that was me uh, just baiting up. But he scored five goals either side of half time, and it was the quickest. It was actually, it was West... It was West Ham, yeah, right. scored... Um, he holds the record for the quickest ever five goals in the English game. 20 minutes either side of halftime in a home tie against West Brom I don't on the 16th like, of April, 1965. See, I, th- that shouldn't count because he had a break in the middle of them. <laughs> he had, he had, a, he had, he had a, an orange and a cup of tea. Exactly. Don't get pissed off because I have beaten you in my Mark, football fact or fiction game. Mark, I 3-2 fe- to Mark. Yeah, fair play to you, Mark. But I feel like... And, and Finchie won the other game, so I'm, I'm defeated here, but... I feel like that we should actually preview some real games and do maybe do one, two, three and talk about this weekend. But before we do, I thought originally I was doing this and before you told me you were, I already had one ready. So I feel it would be remiss of me not to go on, throw one more spanner in the works and have you and Finchy team up to see if I'm telling the truth or not, right? Oh. QPR playing Sheffield Wednesday. Andy Sinton. It's a game. No, I didn't know anything about Andy <laughs> Sinton. It's a game from the 1990s, though, we'll all agree, right? But I don't want to know about the 1990s because I've. Sheffield Wednesday are named so, not for the day of the week, but for their founder, Sheffield Steel mogul, Benjamin Wednesday Castleton. Oh, that's a tricky one because it's very believable. But why would Sheffield Wednesday not have anything to do with the steel industry then in like their name or, or like they're not, they're called the Elds. Yeah. Like it's Sheffield United that are associated with I also like think Sheffield they're called Steel. Wednesday not because of the day of the week, but for a different reason. And I can't remember what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm all my facts are wrong, so I've I'm no I'm no idea. <laughs> I'm going to go fiction. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. It's fiction. It is fiction. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday were named because after a cricket team, the Wednesday, 
who were named for the day of the week in which they played their games. And then in winter, they decided they were going to form a football club to keep the lads fit to go and back play cricket in the summer. Sheffield Saturdays. <laughs> no, Wednesday, obviously. Well, there you have it. This has been the most educa- educational podcast we've ever had. Um, if you have not subscribed yet, be sure to tell your friends. You can search the build up at balls.e and tell them that they too can play football factor fiction. And they too can build up to the weekend by talking about things that happened 200 years ago. <laughs> uh, but as you mentioned, Mick, it is time to play one, two, three. It's your chance to win 100 euro cash by correctly breaking the score of three of this weekend's football matches on labbrooks.com. If you get one right, you'll win a euro free bet if you get two right you win a five euro free bet and if you get all three you win 100 euro cash this is the week we're finally going to do it Mick ah, I've given up now I, I, I'm, I think so I think this is very winnable for like a Finchie of the world for a, a general punter out there this is a, a Mark fr- this is a, a Mark I don't know me and you <laughs> are not the best at this let's face I don't know I was very close the last few weeks I've gotten I'm I was the results right week. Um, bar the Burnley-Leicester game which we should have listened to Kevin Doyle obviously he was on the show this week last week for the second week in a row he predicted that Leicester would lose and he was right 3-1 to one, he had Burnley to win that game yep. like, and he had uh, Southampton to beat them the week Southampton before to beat them the week before after losing 9-0 to them previously it's a pity Kevin's on a, on a, on a, a day off today he's, and that he's not on predicting uh, an FA Cup game for this week yeah or, predicting all 16 games yeah exactly. uh, but Hull against Chelsea's first game up this weekend I'm going to go Mick to you for your pick first I think this will be Hull City 1 Chelsea 3 Finchy Hull City 2 Chelsea 4 whoa we're going for a big score here there you go. I think Chelsea go, have to concede like. Chelsea have no strikers now with Tammy Haber being injured and Olivier Giroud is Livier Giroud gone or not yet? He's go- gone, but he's just not left yet. Ah. You know, one yeah. of those. It's gone a long time ago, says you. <laughs> I'm going to go 2 0 to Chelsea. Okay. Uh, Man City up against Fulham. Man City, who have always wore sky blue in their jersey, have never <laughs> worn black and white. Fulham, who, funny enough, do wear black and white but predominantly white I actually was originally going to go with that Fulham got their colours from someone who had moved over from Sligo <laughs> it was that like, would have been ridiculous <laughs> or someone who just really loved WB Yates from London but uh, what was the score what would be the score of Man City against Fulham Mick 5-0 5-0 to City, Fulham yeah. Jesus to City um, <laughs> Finchie 4-1 City I'm going to go 4-0 City which is less than a predicted city to beat uh, Aston Villa by. Um, and I was right, funnily enough. Um, but Shrewsbury, it's Newcastle. Or Shrewsbury, We've sorry. four points from the two games since then. We're in, a, we're in a battle that doesn't involve Manchester City, Mark. Uh, Shrewsbury against Liverpool is the last game. I'm going to go to you, Finchie, first. 3-0, Liverpool. 3-0, I'm just give up with them. Does it give up with them? It's the whole they're Liverpool, just, everything. They're just, they're just they're gonna, steamroll yeah, everyone. Steamroll everyone. Shrewsbury. This game has Meadow. FA Cup hiding written all over it. One of those kind of 6 nilers, I think. So 6 nil. I'm going to go 4 nil again. So I'm going, I've got a. If you're going through my results, we've got Chelsea 2, Hull 0. We've got a full, a Man City to beat Fulham 4 nil. We've got Liverpool to beat Shrewsbury 4 nil. But if you think you can do any better, get on to labbrooks.com and play it right now yourself. You could win 100 euro cash. Up next, Finchie is going to drop back into the producer chair and listen to myself and Mick as I get him hyped for the 2020 Royal Rumble. Rumble. 